0: Let's just jump into it. What's up, you, uh, w- w- what's up, you, you wonderful wedlocks, my name's Philip DeFranco. Welcome uh. to the Philly D <laughs> Show. Let's just jump right into it. Okay, I see what you're doing there. I approve. This is Reconceived with Ben and Joel. I'm Ben. And I'm Joel. Let's try that again. This is Reconceived with Ben and Joel. I'm Joel. And I'm Ben. I have never had the name Ben, and I probably never will. So, now that we've gotten that out of the way, Ben, how you doing? Are you doing good? I'm doing well, yes. How are you doing? Uh, I'm a bit sick. I don't know if it picks up. Uh, My voice may be a bit lower and raspier than usual, so that's not great. Uh, It's been a bit hectic, but... All in all, it's been good. I can't really complain. Um, And uh, at the end of the day, all is well, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. But let me ask you this, Ben. Is all truly well? What are your opinions about the world's current state? There is a lot of suffering. Mm-hmm.
1: More than you could possibly imagine.
0: Okay, that's quite a bit. And and that's it. It's It just kind of sucks. It's easier to focus on the negative than it is on the positive. Absolutely. Yes, there is a lot of suffering. And even though there may be a few pockets of happiness and joy, it seems for the most part that the world kind of sucks and it's getting worse. However, would you believe me if I said that the world is not only in the best state it has ever been, but it is actually getting better? Would you believe that, Ben? I would be intrigued as to how you came to that conclusion. The way that I've come to this conclusion is by looking through hard data, looking through statistics, professional opinions, and... After and individual stories, and after looking at all of that, I can safely say that it is practically an irrefutable fact that the world is becoming a better place. Hmm,
1: that's a bold claim.
0: I know, and it's a very broad one as well.
1: So let's jump in. Why do you think the world's getting better?
0: Yeah, let's just jump into it. Uh, but actually before I do, uh, I want to clarify that I'm not saying that the world is perfect or that oh, sure. it's but like, it's on the absolutely right trajectory, wonderful. It's all happiness and rainbows. Like we said before, there's a lot of crap. The main, uh, the, the main source that I found th- this information off of was a Ted talk by Steven Pinker, who is a ah, psychologist Pinker. Yes. And this isn't just a source. Rather, this TED Talk was all about all kinds of statistics on how to measure the world's state. And uh, in it, some of the first ones that he gave were about America. Last year, there were 5.3 homicides for every 100,000 people in the U.S., Mm -hmm. which isn't great. Another downer for the U.S. is the fact that 7% of its population was in poverty. But those numbers aren't necessarily a bad thing when you put them into perspective of America's history. Looking at the numbers from 30 years ago that were using the same metrics, instead of 5.3 homicides for every 100,000 people... It was 8.5 homicides for every 100,000 people. Instead of 7% in poverty, the U.S. had 12% of its population in poverty, which is almost twice as much. What about on a global scale? Well, last year, the, war- the world had 12 wars going on, 10% of the population in extreme poverty, and then 238 people who had died from terrorist attacks. That was last year? That was last year. And those numbers aren't great. However, when you compare them to 30 years ago, where there were 23 wars, 37% in extreme poverty, and 440 terroristic deaths, those numbers start to show that the world was actually improving, though it's not perfect in any manner it's still very much an improving world um, and if nineteen eighty seven was just a very bad year, that wouldn't really mean anything. However, Pinker continued on to talk about lots of different statistics uh, from many decades from many centuries and if you have the time, uh, I would highly suggest to that you watch the entire TED Talk. Uh, which we will link in the show notes below. However, he goes on to show a large pool of data showing across decades and centuries that humanity has made exponential improvement when it comes to life expectancy, health, sustenance, prosperity, peace, freedom, safety, knowledge, leisure, and happiness. Ooh, that's
1: that's that happiness one. That I, that's one that yeah. I want to zoom in on in particular. Yes. um because that's what seems the most at issue in America we're very materially well off but people aren't happy yeah. there's our astronomical rates of depression anxiety suicide is on the rise so how is happiness improving and how do we measure that
0: basically the the statistics that he give in the presentation um is Uh, According to those statistics that were measured on a global scale, that 86% of the world's countries um, have seen uh, happiness in, in the general communities in recent decades increase. Um, that may not necessarily be on personal levels, but as far as communities go in those countries, happiness has increased. So it's m- less of a general, sp- it's less of a specific person's happiness and more of uh, a, a community's happiness as a whole, if that makes sense.
1: Hmm. And do you happen to know if that's measured by asking people if they're happy or if there's another way of doing that?
0: Uh, I don't know the specifics of how those statistics were measured, but if humanity is getting better in all these different facets, then why does everybody think the world's getting worse, and why does everyone seem more and more depressed with the world and in their lives? There are many factors that go into that, um, but one of the largest contributors... Is the news cycle, um, which, you know, is hardly a surprise to anyone. But in it, the, the way that the news cycle sort of portrays the world is not necessarily inaccurate. In John Vivian's book, The Media of Mass Communication, he explains that though journalism uh, or, or He explains that though journalists are fairly balanced when they present any given story, they can be biased in what stories they actually present. That's where the issues come around. So because of this, as humanity has been improving in recent decades, according to Pinker's data... uh, companies like new york times and uh, various broadcasters have used increasingly more negative emotion words in headlines and produce steadily more gloom stories hmm. so as the world gets better the perception of it gets worse as communities start to become more peaceful and people gain more freedom more prosperity Uh, as they are in better health, as they are able to uh, focus their time more on things that they love rather than focusing on all of the different uh, tasks that are before them, their idea of the entire world is just the exact opposite. Hmm. Why do you think that is? The main issue is with us, the people. That's the main reason why those stories... Uh, get as much traction as they do why those stories exist as much as they do and why people think the world is getting worse because those negative news stories are made because those newscasters know that they will be more successful than positive ones because they play into both uh, our morbid curiosity as humans and our desire for instant gratification Good news is a slow progress, while bad news can happen, you know, in an instant. Because of that, bad news tends to be more sensational or viewed as more noteworthy than gradual improvement. No one reports about a country who's been at peace for 23 years, or about a major city that hasn't been attacked by terrorists. Those things go under the radar because they aren't necessarily quote-unquote news. Nothing's actually happening it's just a slow progress to a better world. One thing that Pinker says uh, really really stands out to me in the fact that news outlets could have run the story 137 thousand people escaped from extreme poverty yesterday every Mm. single day for the last 25 years. News outlets don't run that story and haven't run that story because they know that we the people would care much more about someone's controversial tweets instead hmm and if we're not careful of how we are going about taking in information that we receive that sensational information grabbing we not only may have negative effects in our own lives in our own perception of the world, but it could have negative effects to the world as a whole. Going back to Pinker, he had an NPR interview in his TED Talk where he uh, uh, clarifying things in his TED Talk where he really wanted to make the point that this progress that is being measured, uh, this progress that he has gathered the different information from the various sources, those pieces of progress aren't there by themselves. They aren't there inherently. Progress isn't some mystical force. Rather, it is a process of understanding the world state recognizing the problems that there are, and creating solutions. There is something that is inherently driven when it comes to process by intentional human action. It's not something that is an inevitable state of the universe. The universe is very apathetic when it comes to humanity, and if we disappeared, then the universe would probably keep on going on. So... We need to recognize that in order for the world to continue to become a better place, we as humans need to continually be working towards that. But if we don't believe that progress is possible or that the world is getting better, then we won't have any motivation to continue that progress.
1: I'm curious, why is it that you think that the world has to be getting better in order for us to want to continue to make it better? Like, would the world have to have an upward trajectory for individuals to want to continue it?
0: What I'm not saying is that the world has to be getting better in order for people to have the idea that it can get better. What I am saying is that if we don't recognize progress when it is there, we will get demotivated. If people are trying to make progress in a specific area and they don't see any progress, then they are not going to believe that the world is actually getting better, that their efforts are valuable. Equally, if they don't believe that with all of the progress that people has been trying to make in all of these different areas, regardless of if people don't see the progress that has been made because of people's actions over the past 30 years, over the past several decades or even centuries, if they don't see that progress and all they see is wasted effort, then all they they are going to see currently or in the future is more wasted effort. It doesn't matter if there is no progress. Does that make sense? Yeah, I got you. I got you. Right. So the main point of this is for people to realize that, hey, there is progress that's being made, that the world isn't just getting worse and worse and worse, but rather it's the perception of the world that is getting worse and worse and worse. There are plenty of bad things that still happen in the world. There are plenty of issues that still need to be addressed. But at the same time, there are plenty of issues that are being addressed right now. That progress is being made and that we can actually help make that progress even more. So the takeaway from this is to recognize...
1: Our biases toward negative news and to see that that is a problem that needs itself to be addressed.
0: Yes. Yeah. If all. If our perception of the world state is solely based off of news stories, of situations, of examples of humans being awful, you know, that is going to skew how we see humanity if we don't hear about the one hundred thirty-seven thousand people that get out of poverty every single day if we don't see that homicide rates are going down consistently and have been for the past 30 years then when we see a news story about a shooting we are going to presume that that means that that is everywhere does that make sense yeah i got you yeah
1: would you say that our perception itself and its inaccuracy is a problem that is getting worse
0: rather than better over time yeah i would i would absolutely say so um the only reason why those negative news stories are increasing is because they are successful and so i think we need to be mindful that there is good news that is out there, that good news does exist. That's why I started my radio show that's also hosted here on ReconceivedFM.com called No News. I, I recognized that the world was better than what I saw in the news, and I recognized that there had to be good news that was out there. And so every Monday, I go through the news stories from the past week and I just highlight some of the good news stories that I was able to find. And I will tell you that like, it has really opened my eyes to not only how much good news is out there, but how much of it is actually being publicized. It's not as widespread as say the negative news stories, but They are just as important. And I've been doing this for the past several weeks now on XLR1.org. And it has really, really made a difference in how I see the world. Um, So there have been lots of news stories that have been coming out about school shooters. If we only see those news stories of shootings that were successful... Then we're going to assume that A, that can happen everywhere, B, that's going to happen everywhere, and C, there's nothing we can do to stop it. However, that's not true. Uh, several weeks ago, I covered a story about a mom who was actually able to stop a school shooting, a school shooter before the planned attack. He was going to attack two separate schools, and that mother was able to. Um, recognize the situation and take the appropriate actions and was actually able to stop that man on his way to the schools. And that news story went completely under the radar because it wasn't sensational. The world is not as bad as it seems. That the perceptions that we have are skewed. And that the world can improve, and is improving.
1: We should just pay more attention to it.
0: This is The World Reconceived.